guys, my name is Dominic Flux from Fine Flux Jewelry and today we're going to be talking about engagement ring insurance and everything within that topic. Full disclosure, I am not a licensed insurance advisor. I am just giving my own experience and knowledge to help guide some of my clients. This is why I'm making this video. Do speak to a professional within this field. So I'll read you just like a quick definition of what engagement ring insurance is. So engagement ring insurance is a contractual means of risk management to protect you from financial repercussions in the event of physical loss, theft, or damage. The policies typically extend to all jewelry items submitted to the coverage scope and result in either replacement, repair, or cost reimbursement. Let's get started. So the very first thing is, should you insure your jewelry? That is 100% at your own discretion. You can make that decision. I'm not here to advise or disadvise. I'm really here to just show like the process and what you can expect and what to look out for choosing to go down this route and insuring it. So when we're talking about insuring jewelry, it's not like fashion jewelry. It's not like $50 jewelry. We're talking about things generally a thousand dollars and over. A lot of the times it does come to engagement rings. When you're looking at the cost of an engagement ring, the most expensive part generally, unless if you're going for lower end stones, like moonstones, whatever, but generally Literally for diamonds the most expensive part is really going to be the center stone and why is this important because majority of jewelers any good jewelers like for me for example we all insure um, our jewelry on the craftsmanship so this means that you know if a little mealy stone like a little tiny side stone pops out or a prong breaks or you know what I mean things like that um, I mean they don't happen <laughs> for me anyways but if it were to happen those are generally covered by the jeweler because that's under like the craftsmanship of the piece. But what is never covered is the center stone. And from our perspective, the reason why we do this is because, you know, if you have a $20,000 diamond in your engagement ring, um, you know, anybody could just pop it out and then say, hey, it popped out, please replace it. You know what I mean? Once it leaves our doors, we don't know how you guys maintain your jewelry or anything. And so on our end, we never insure the center stones. The very first thing that you wanna do when getting your um, pieces insured is you wanna have it appraised by a third party. You want an unbiased opinion. If you go to the jeweler from whom you bought the piece, it's just not ethical. It's not right for them to offer this service to you. It needs to be somebody who is not um, like monetarily involved in the sale. Like it just, it's not ethical for them to do that. They may buff or minus the prices of the valuation. So it's just, you really want to get it done by somebody else. Generally what they're going to be looking for, if you're doing the whole piece, they're going to be looking for the quality of the center stone. Um, they're going to be looking at the quality of the metals, the craftsmanship, um, on occasion, who did it. If it's a vintage piece, an heirloom piece, you know, if they have like some vintage Cartier from like the 1920s, the fact that it's a Cartier in like, say, good condition will impact the value as well. Another thing that they're also going to be evaluating on is um, the market price. What does this piece go for with this same relative quality and craftsmanship and everything? So they're gonna be looking at like equivalent prices that everybody's kind of standard, like setting their prices at, and they're gonna add that into the valuation. That's why you need to get your piece like pretty much evaluated as soon as you get it, just because, you know, if you have it evaluated from a year from now, you know, the price can fluctuate up and down depending on the market. When you're looking for somebody to do certification, there's tons of options. You know, you can go to local gemologists. There's going to be some in any city who can provide this service for you. Or there's places like GIA. GIA also provides certification. They're well-known insurance companies tend to very much like them. They are very trusted. They're a non-profit. So 
that means that they have unbiased opinion they're also known for being very strict you know they don't gain or lose anything from having a different fluctuation of evaluation it generally takes one to two weeks um, you basically ship your ship your ring to them ship your jewel to them and they do that for you it's not expensive to do I think it costs generally between 50 to 150 dollars depending on who does it all right so now that you have your appraisal you have your pictures and your um, invoice for the piece itself then you want to go and you want to call your insurance up there's home insurance right and so generally for like items say like you go traveling and you lose your camera or get stolen or whatever those will generally be covered however you really want to make sure that you ask them how much is actually covered because for home insurance, they may only cover up to a certain point for jewelry. A lot of the times jewelry is included, but let's say for your insurance plan, jewelry will only be allocated, I don't know, like a few thousand dollars. So if you have a $10,000 ring and it caps at 5,000, well, then what are, you, what are you gonna do, you know? You really have to make sure like, what do they actually cover? Do they cover everything? Do they cover loss, theft, damage? One you need to ask, um, is it covered in your plan? A lot of the times, yeah, it will be capped. And so they will actually have what they call um, riders. So these can actually be extensions for very high price point pieces. So if you say you have like a $20,000 engagement ring and up, you can add on, it's kind of like an add-on branch to your insurance. And so you can add a special segment specifically for your jewelry of like a higher amount. And so when you're gonna be adding it, um, Generally speaking, the rule is usually around 1-3% to is what it's going to cost annually. So let's say you have a $10,000 engagement ring and your insurance evaluates at a 2%, then you're going to be paying $200 a year additional for insuring your engagement ring. And these prices are really going to be depending on um, a few factors. So one, depending on where you live. So if you live in a very nice, prestigious, calm, safe, quiet neighborhood, then your rates are gonna be lower versus if you live in like a full on, like, I don't know, <laughs> high theft area, very scary neighborhood, then your, pre like, your rates are actually gonna go up significantly. You know, it can go over 5% depending on like the neighborhood that you live in. So those are kind of like the rule of thumbs, one to 3% and in extreme cases, it can be higher. It's going to be based off of the valuation that you receive. You know, you can buy a $10,000 engagement ring, but if the person evaluates it at, say, $15,000, woo, it sounds great, but it's not going to be great for your insurance rates because you're going to be paying more. So just keep that in mind um, because I know sometimes you can get, like, a really good deal here and there, but in the long term for your insurance, it's like a, eh, it kind of sucks. The cost of the ring is going to affect the insurance rates, whether or not you have a deductible. So a deductible is basically um, a plan where in order to make a claim, essentially say your ring gets stolen, in order to make a claim, you have to pay the deductible. So your deductible can be, I don't know, anywhere from 500 to 1000, more or less, I don't know, um, you'll know within your plan. So you let's say you have a $1,000 deductible, that means that you have to pay that upfront in order to get access to the insurance. Um, to to get your ring to get a new replacement essentially, but When you have a deductible they tend to be a little bit more strict Versus if you don't have a deductible your premium will be higher So I also found a really good list and I'll link it down below of Things to keep in mind when you're going to your, your insurance provider of questions to ask them that you really want to ask them so some of them can be 
can you choose who repairs your ring? For example, um, if your ring is damaged, right, and you're paying for the insurance to cover the damages of the ring, well, you need you want to know that you have flexibility and that they don't have like say like specific person that you need to go to you have like the liberty of choosing who does it if you're insured for replacement instead of a cash payout where can you purchase a new ring right same thing do you have liberty to choose or it needs to be the same place as the original right that can be hard in the sense that like what if you had like really bad experience for the first one the craftsmanship wasn't bad or whatever will you want to be able to know that you have the liberty of going to somebody new what happens if a suitable replacement cannot be found how will you need to prove the ring vanished if you make a claim? That's a really good one. What are they gonna need from you to prove, right? Theft or, or, or losing a ring can be very tricky. Are there any circumstances that aren't covered? Probably gonna be a lot of fine print. Will you continue to be insured when you're out of the country? If you're traveling, you lose your ring, what happens? Are you insured covered for damage or just lost in theft? Um, in terms of damage, what does that mean? Will the policy adjust according to inflation? That's another reason why um, a lot of the times insurance companies will suggest or really enforce that you have your ring evaluated every two to three years. And the reason why is because of inflation. What types of repairs contribute to the deductible? So these are all questions. Again, I'll link them down below so you can visually see them. Do you have everything restated in email? Because email will protect you in court, if it's by text, if it's by phone, you have no record of it, so it needs to be by email, you guys. You can always insure within your own company. However, there all are also external companies that also offer insurance. Um, there are actually insurance companies who specialize specifically in jewelry. Um, sometimes they can have slightly lower rates. I've seen lower rates from like one to two percent instead of like one to three percent. Uh, so those are things that you can consider, you know, you don't have to stick specifically with the person that you have your home insurance with. You can shop around and see different alternatives. Yeah, so I really hope this was helpful. I really hope this cleared the air for you. Like I said in the beginning, I'm not a, an insurance professional. Like I'm just giving some advice for some clients that have questions. Obviously, if you have questions down below, I will try to answer them or guide you to somebody who can answer them. Thanks for watching and I'll see you next time.